Here's what's coming up on today's show. You're planning to leave your wealth to your children and grandchildren. Should you also make gifts to them during your lifetime? Today, Mark and I will talk about some important things you should think about when considering lifetime gifts. It's easy to get lost on the way to retirement. Things like taxes, improper planning, and excessive market risk can all lead you astray from your goal of a successful and happy retirement. That's where Liz Whittaberry comes in. She's a holistic financial advisor and the founder of Best Path Advisors, and she can help guide you to a better financial path. This is Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry. Welcome to this edition of Retire on Your Best Path with Liz Whittaberry and myself to talk about gifting. And of course, Liz is the founder and financial advisor at Best Path Advisors. If you need some help, make sure you find her online at bestpathadvisors.com. That is bestpathadvisors.com. And we are going to talk about gifting this go around on the show. And it's it's a little early for Christmas, Liz, but I mean, you know, gifts, <laughs> gifts are always good, right? <laughs> gifts are always good. And, you know, I've been asked about this more than once recently. Okay. So it, yeah. uh, it seems like it's something that's on people's minds. And I think that's because we know Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is going to expire right. and yeah. things are going to change. So I've been asked, should I do this? Is, th- is this a good idea? It's a really powerful way to you know, reduce the amount of taxes that you ultimately pay if you are going to pay estate taxes. But um, you can also give gifts and see your children and grandchildren use those during your lifetime and get the in, the benefit of seeing the impact that it makes on their lives and allow them to enjoy some of your wealth a little earlier than, yeah. than later. I, I like that. I think a lot of people are starting to think about that more and more, right? It's like, well, we're going to leave a nest egg to our heirs when we pass. But then it's like, well, wait a minute. What if we give some of that to them now while we can see them enjoy it? You know, or maybe even sharing doing something together with them. So I think that's where some of these questions have been popping up more and more recently. So you talked a little yeah. bit about the why. Uh, definitely a powerful way to reduce the, the amount of taxes ultimately by the estate. So with that said, could you what are estate taxes and, and what are some of the exemptions? I, I think it's it's pretty high, right? Very high. You know, right now in 2023, the exemption for one person is twelve million nine hundred and twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of us are hitting that number. And so for a couple, it's double that. And once they had changed the law that you can port it, if one spouse doesn't use all of theirs up, the surviving spouse can port that over. You don't even have to do any trusts and special instruments to make that happen. You can do that through the law. Mm-hmm. But when Tax Cuts and Jobs Act expires in 2025, those numbers are going to be cut basically in half. And there's a lot of talk in Congress about reducing that further, whether they will or they won't, who knows. But, you know, of course, tax laws can change. Sure. And if you go over those amounts, uh, you know, you have an estate that's above the exemption, the estate taxes are very high. They get to 40% pretty quickly. Wow. Yeah. Is estate tax, is that like your cumulative total value? Is that like land and, and the home and all those things added together? Yes. Or is it just, it is? Okay. It so, is everything. Okay. Yeah. And it used to be much lower, much, much lower, right? A number of years back. It seems like that number was raised quite as a bit. As far as the rate? Yeah. Or? As far as, as far as the estate tax level, like it was like 3 million. Or yes. 5 million the or? exemption has 
yeah, years ago, the exemption was, you know, 600 and something thousand. It's oh, been wow. a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the exemption has significantly increased in recent years. Yeah. Okay. But again, there's a lot of talk because we do need, as a, as a country, there's right. tax dollars that are needed. That is one place that they uh, continue to talk about making a change because that would be a tax when the person who built up that estate. Uh-huh has passed on and you know the heirs didn't you know it was it's not theirs yet right and so that they think i believe they think that's an easy place to come in and and add a little bit of taxation yeah so by lowering that amount right so then the estate has to pay the taxes on it right okay so let's talk about some of the tax you know free gifting opportunities i guess to start with when you're talking about being able to gift, there's a certain number each year you could give, right? So as a as a couple, if you wanted to give, let's say even your adult child, what is it? Is it seventeen thousand this year? Is that what it is? It is. So it is. is that what we're talking about when people are asking about, hey, how much can I gift them? That is the first place, obviously, okay. to 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 look at. Are you making those what's called annual exclusion gifts? All right. And that's seventeen thousand a year per person. So you and your wife could give thirty four thousand to any one individual, and you can give that to an unlimited number of individuals. Oh wow! And that's not just family, then. That's not just family. So you could give that to friends. You could give that to cousins and whoever you would want to give that to. Wow! That amount, that annual exclusion amount, does not count against your lifetime gift exclusion, your lifetime gift and estate exclusion. So you get to give that amount and you still have the that 12920000 in 2023. You haven't mm-hmm. dipped into that lifetime amount. And that's what's powerful about that because you're getting to a little at a time give some amounts that aren't taxed at all. They don't count against your exemption. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very effective way to reduce your estate tax, especially if you, you know, believe that you may end up having some estate tax at some point in time. If a couple had three kids and six grandkids, so each of their kids had a couple of kids, right? You'd actually give away three hundred and six thousand in a year. Holy moly! Yeah, that's that's one way to reduce that estate, right? And that would save if they were going to be subject to the forty percent estate tax. That's mm-hmm. going to save one hundred and twenty-two thousand in taxes. Wow, that's yeah. uh, that's so hefty. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. Now a lot of us are obviously not in a position to do that, and we want to make sure that we're just we're gifting smartly. I would assume as well. Right. Right. We don't want to just uh, start tossing this out there. Now you mentioned that was the annual uh, exclusion gifts. The numbers. Is there any kind of medical or or additional things in there? Yeah. If you want to make a a payment directly to a a medical services provider Mm -hmm. or an uh, educational institution for tuition costs, that does not count as a gift. It doesn't, you can do that. It's tax-free. You do not have to report that. It doesn't dip into your lifetime exclusion. It's not treated as a taxable gift. So you don't have to file a gift tax return. And so those two ways of of helping your children and grandchildren being able to give as much as 17,000 per person 34,000 as a couple or mm-hmm. being able to make direct payments to doctors or hospitals or universities or whatever the case may be those are ways to make those gifts without any tax and without using up your exemption and it's also because it's 
you know, a more limited amount from mm-hmm. year to year. Right. Um, it's really a good way, I think, to help children and grandchildren learn to manage money and understand and appreciate family wealth before they get it. And, and you don't have to give, you know, the full 17000 or full 34000 as a couple. You may be giving 5000 a year and letting that child or grandchild begin to learn how to wisely use the money yeah so you can do it's you can go up to the 17 right, right. yeah right uh and is that kind of i guess it kind of flows either way so especially with the medical if it not just paying money down towards a child or a grandchild but for many of us we have aging senior parents right i mean i'm i'm 51 yes. my mom's 82 so same kind of thing for i could do the same thing to her for her right correct right okay yes. yeah that's very cool yeah. good to know absolutely uh, well, you mentioned the annual inclusion, and then you you know mentioned like the, the amounts. Are there is there a potential for larger gift amounts if need be, or is there a special you know thing you have to do if you wanted to go over that? Yeah. So if you want to give more than that annual exclusion amount, mm-hmm. you absolutely can. You can give away as much. You can give everything away. There's no restriction on that. Uh, but you would have to then file a gift tax return to report. Oh, okay. It. All right. Yeah. Because you've gone over that annual exclusion amount that you're not required to, you know, do anything about. You're not required to report that. But mm-hmm. uh, once you go over that, um, say thirty-four thousand as a couple, if you and your wife gave your daughter a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. you'd be sixty-six thousand over your annual exclusion for the year. So you would have to file a gift tax return to report that, and report that you've now used up. 66,000 of your lifetime exclusion. Gotcha. Okay. You you still have 12,920,000 minus 66,000. <laughs> right. You still got a ways to go, but yeah. Okay. But you do have to keep up with it because if they change those limits in the future, they're going to want to know how much did you use up if they right. change it to a million dollars in the future. Well, now you would have a million minus that 66,000 that you used. Yeah. So keeping the records, working with a professional certainly yes. is a good idea to definitely do this. Uh, is it It's worth- important to know. I, I do want to add, sure, you yeah. don't pay any tax when you do. There's no gift tax to pay because you haven't used up your exemption. There's no estate tax to pay. It's only once you cross that exemption, you've totally used up your lifetime exemption. That's when that tax kicks in. Uh, Liz, is it, is, is it worth the trouble, I guess, for the larger gifts? Is, is it worth it for folks to do that? Do you see a, a benefit there? I do see a benefit. Uh, you know, of course, it depends on your estate and, and your plans. And besides the point that we talked about a little bit earlier, just being able to let children begin to enjoy some of the wealth that you've accumulated that you want to go to them anyways that you're not going to use during your lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, by giving that gift, it's going to remove the asset from your estate. It's going to move it out of your estate at that current value. And all future growth is then going to go to your child or your grandchild, whoever you have given that asset to. So the future growth is not going to be taxable in your estate. And that can help with what is that future estate tax going to be in your situation if you have the potential of of an estate tax by moving some assets outside that future growth is then outside of uh, that calculation and it can make sense you know to look at those assets that you're not going to need to use that would 
have high growth. Mm-hmm. Those could make sense to give to children or grandchildren. You do have to remember when you're giving gifts to grandchildren that that there could be a generation skipping tax that comes into play as well, which can also be another forty uh, percent. So, oh wow, some they got some little hit, yeah, they got some hidden things in there, don't they? They do. They yeah. they they don't want people to take advantage of rules in order to you know, keep pushing things forward where no one ever pays the tax. So, right, so you do yeah. have to be careful to think through. Now, I guess that that's a good idea. Issue. That's why the rules get put in place, right? Someone figures out a loophole. We all heard or, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. And then, and then they come along and close it. <laughs> and right. someone finds right. another way to do stuff. Well, since we're talking and another, about... Well, oh, and another reason to go ahead and make a gift would be, you know what the rules today are. Right, right. Rules can change. So you would know exactly what impact it's going to have. You can also make those larger gifts to do some more complex planning, like setting up a qualified personal residence trust or doing some installment sales if you own a a business, doing some things that will really minimize the estate tax over time uh, in a more complex situation. Hmm. Well, okay. So let me ask you a couple questions. kind of clarifying questions here that I was thinking about as we were going through this. So typically if we pass away and we leave our whomever, the house, for example, mm-hmm. we have that step up right in basis conversation. Mm-hmm. We, we've talked about that a little bit before. Does that apply in this kind of scenario as well? Yeah. Yes, it does. And it, it comes it plays into thinking through what you're going to gift and what you're not going to gift. If you have, as you say, a house that you know, maybe you bought it for a hundred thousand twenty years ago, and it's now worth five hundred thousand. You've got this very large gain in it. You're living in the house. You can sell it and exclude the gain because you're living there, so you get that that exclusion on the gain. Mm-hmm. But if you give real estate away, then while you're living, that cost basis carries over with it. Right. Your whoever you give it to then has the same cost basis that you currently have. And if they sell it, then they're going to have to pay the tax on the gain. And the same would be true if you're giving stock that you've owned for a very long time that has a lot of appreciation in it or any other asset that has appreciated in value. Which is why it usually makes more sense to leave that after we've passed. It does. Right. Under current tax law. Right. So under current tax law, if you pass away, the person that inherits the appreciated asset is going to get what we call a step up in basis. The basis gets adjusted to the fair market value at the time of your passing. Yeah. So, so for your example, Liz, if it's the 100000 that we bought the house for, it's worth five hundred when we pass and they sell it for $501,000, they are only paying the $1,000 basically markup that the house right. sold for, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, they only, when somebody inherits, they only pay tax then capital gains on that future appreciation from the after time they the inherited. date of death. Yeah. And so a lot of times that seems like that's the better way to go for people, uh, again, from a tax planning standpoint. And it's, again, worth having those conversations. So I was just curious if that applied in the gift scenario as well. So. It does. Now, you, you know, certainly you want to run the numbers and see right. yeah. what's going to work out, you know, long term is is it going to be better or does it make sense to give it or or not make sense to give it and then there are strategies that can be used mm-hmm. to uh, limit or eliminate that 
negative gift tax consequence if you really want to pass an asset to your child. Maybe it's a business uh, and you want them sure. to be able yeah. to start running it. There can be other reasons that play into the thinking. Uh, so installment sales or a grant or retained annuity trust, that strategies like that can limit or even eliminate the tax consequence mm. depending on Great the situation. Point. Yeah, great point. So let me clarify a couple of little more items, then we'll start to wrap this up here. When we're talking about giving to children or grandchildren, any issues we need to be aware of if they are still young, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Because minors can't own an account. They've got to be, uh, you know, 18 or older to have an account in their own name. Mm -hmm. And then even if you have young adults, they may still be forming their money habits. You may not be quite ready like to give them. Like college years or something, right? Yeah, you may yeah. not be quite ready to give them things outright uh, or even mature adults that aren't equipped to handle their own finances for whatever reason. You may not want to give things to them outright. So there are ways to still make those gifts. For the minors, you can set up the 529 college savings plans, and that can give you some tax-free growth to fund their education. But one of the key benefits there is you're allowed to give five years of gifting in one year. So if somebody wanted to make a big gift, they could actually contribute as an individual 85000 as opposed to 17000 a year for five years. And as a couple, you could double that $170,000. Hmm. Um, you know, we talked about the fact that that Unused money, mm -hmm. if, they're, if, if somebody were to contribute a large amount to a 529 plan and that child or grandchild didn't end up going to college and there weren't other beneficiaries that uh, used it, you know, because you can switch the beneficiary and there weren't other people in the family that needed to use those funds, you can transfer that to a Roth IRA now up to 35000 lifetime max. There's some rules that we talked about in the episode about that. But that would uh, be one way to give to the minors. Uniform transfer to minor accounts are another way. Those have some benefits because you can invest in anything. You know, a lot more flexible than a 529 plan. You can use it for anything. It doesn't have to just be used for education. But once they hit the age of termination in the, in the state that that's set up in, here in Texas, an UTMA would transfer at age 21. Uh, the UGMA, the Uniform Gift to Minors account, would transfer at 18. And once they hit that age, it's theirs. They can do whatever they want. So that could be, you know, a reason that people might be hesitant. Are they going to use the money for what I wanted them to use it for? Are they going to buy a hot rod? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it, it, they get to love those acronyms too, right? Yeah. Uh, and so on and so forth. So I guess ultimately, Liz, the the question is, is is lifetime gifting, and this uh, maybe like you said, is it uh, chunk gifting or over, you know, annual or whatever the case might be? Is it right for you? How do we determine that? Right. I think that you absolutely do have to step back and start by looking at your own picture, and you know, some of the people that have asked me really could benefit from lifetime gifting. That would help their estate. They're in a position to do that. Some of the people that have asked me are, I think, just hearing about this on the internet or, you know, maybe from friends. I'm not sure, but they're not really in a position to gift in any significant amount because mm -hmm. they need to shore up their own retirement 
and make sure that they've got the cash flow that they need. So you've got to look at your own income needs. What do you need to support your retirement? How could that change if you need long-term care? Make sure that you're thinking through not just today, but what are those things that could, you know, come about uh, over your the rest of your life? And what is your current estate? How close is it to, you know, you having any tax? Once we have the estate tax exemption cut back after Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, uh, in the growth of your estate, how likely is it that you're going to be paying some estate tax? And once you've thought through those things, you can think about, well, how much can I give away now? Who do I want to give it to? What is their age? What stage of life are they at? How should I give it to them? And then create a plan that's going to balance those things, balance that retirement plan with your tax plan and your estate plan and the gifting plan so that all of those are working together in, you know, in the way that they should so that you're still protected for your retirement. That's, that's the key. Yeah. Um, so you're still on your best path, right? <laughs> it's, absolutely. That's a great segue absolutely. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, so many people are having these questions and, and you, you know, depending on how many kids and grandkids you have, it's, it's a strategy involved, right? Cause we all know that if we give one to one, we have to kind of give one to the other and, you know, and, and you may not feel like you need to do that in an equal amounts. And so you may want to have some right. different ways to do that. And you could talk about trust and there's just lots of different ways to do it. So, Certainly worth having a conversation with a qualified professional like Liz if you have questions around gifting. And like you said, you've been seeing more and more of that. So thanks for explaining some of this to us. I appreciate it. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a kind of a closing thought, when we're thinking about our children and grandchildren Mm -hmm. and we think about the assets that we have, we have our financial assets. So all the things that we've been talking about. Right. But we also have our intellectual assets, the things that we know, our knowledge, our skills, our our traditions Mm -hmm. within our family. And then we have our human assets, which are our family and our faith and our values. And if you could only pass on two of those things, if you had to pick only two of your financial, your intellectual, and your human assets, most people are going to say, I want to pass on my intellectual and my human assets. Mm -hmm. Because if I pass those things on, my kids can recreate the finances. They'll be equipped to live well. And so when you're thinking about the gifting, I think it's really important to think about how you're going to do that in a way that builds up their intellectual and human assets in their life. That's fantastic. That's a great point. That's a fantastic place to wrap this up. So thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the podcast. Again, if you have some questions around today's topic, make sure you're talking with a qualified professional before you take any action. You can find Liz online at bestpathadvisors.com. That is bestpathadvisors.com. Lots of good tools, tips, and resources, and you can reach out to her that way. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, all that good stuff. You can just simply type in retire on your best path in the search box of those apps or again stop by her website bestpathadvisors.com liz thanks for hanging out i appreciate your time as always good conversation and look forward to talking to you soon me too thank you mark we'll see you next time right here on the podcast this has been retire on your best path with liz whittleberry The preceding program is sponsored by Best Path Advisors, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA SIPC. 
Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Best Path Advisors, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Liz Whitberry should not be construed as specific tax, legal, or investment advice, nor as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Neither J.W. Cole Financial nor its representatives provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W. Cole. Investing is subject to risks, including the loss of principal. Due to volatility within the markets mentioned, opinions are subject to change without notice. Information is based on sources believed to be reliable, however their accuracy or completeness cannot be guaranteed.